0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of Points and Penalties. We'd like to remind you to please subscribe wherever you get your pods. Give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Points Penalties. My name is Josh, and with me are my co-hosts, Jesse, Peter, and Kevin. Kevin, what are you drinking tonight?
1: What I'm having today, guys, is a Black Swan IPA. It's a strong beer at a 6.5%, and I believe it's out of Stratford.
2: Yes, it is. It's a damn good beer.
1: Yeah, I like it so far. I'm kind of getting this IPA kind of kick. I mean, ah. some of them are pretty good. Some of them can, you know, take a few to actually, you know, get into it. But I like this one so far. Pedro, what you drinking?
3: Thanks, Kev. First, I never thought you'd get on an IPA kick. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd hear you say those words. So that's cool. I am drinking a refined Full brewing company. And then Bernice flipped the canasta table. <laughs> what? What? That's the name of the beer. Would you like it again? Yes. And then Bernice flipped the canasta table. From Refined Pool Brunka.
0: Fucking canasta tables.
3: <laughs> I don't know what a canasta table is. Canasta is oh, a Bernice. game.
0: So it's like flipping like your poker table
3: or whatever. Right? Like... <laughs> Uh, Bernice fucking got all upset and flipped one. It's an 8.2% double IPA. Bringing the heat today. Jesus. So Jesse, can you compete?
2: I cannot. I'm drinking a Steam Whistle premium pale (laughs) ale. It's uh, only 5%. It's not the usual one. Just tried something different. Definitely being a bitch compared to you guys. At least I, did I didn't rage quit like Bernice. <laughs> Yosh, what are you drinking? Well,
0: I'm on the bitch train too, Jess. <laughs> I got a 5% Pupper's Golden Lager, the official beer of Letterkenny. And uh, it's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. I see. It's got a little dog on it. that's yeah, good stuff. So Letterkenny is, is uh, based out of Listowel. Um, so it's kind of a local a local tribute beer type thing. And, uh, it's a nice, as it says, a golden log. It's pretty fucking golden.
3: I enjoy it. I enjoy it. We will. We'll snipe Sally boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just don't get any shit on your tarp.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Busy week, busy week. Baseball playoffs. Just going to run through some stuff real quick here. Uh, most people by now should know that the ALDS series and the NLDS series are over. Boston won game four. That's where we left off last week, six to five, and they won the series versus Tampa three games to one. The Houston Asterix. Boom, yeah, for, boom, for sure. Boom, boom. We all had Tampa, I believe, coming out of this on our uh, on our brackets. So it wasn't good for, for any of us there. Uh, Houston Asterix win game four against the White Sox. Big, too. They won 10 to one. Take the series three games to one. Um, I believe everybody except for me had the Astros going. So congrats to you guys. Not good for me. Yeah. 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 Moving over to the national division series. Uh, Atlanta wins game three, three, nothing. And then game four, five, four, and win the series versus Milwaukee three, one. Yeah. Roddy Telez, uh, Nah, he was all right, not serious. XJ. Nothing crazy. He did hit that one home run, but that was about it. In the other series, San Francisco won game three, one nothing. Then the Dodgers went and decided they were going to win game four and game five. They won game four, seven to two, and then game five, two to one. And then yeah. ended up winning the series versus the Giantes three games to two in a hell of a battle it was each game was really good whether it be the pitching uh pitching matchup or or an offensive uh game they were all really good really enjoyed watching that series and uh i hope i hope it'll happen again like hopefully these two teams are just as good next year and we can get another series like that so in the dodgers game five win there was a controversial end To the game which I'm sure many of you know about Uh, we're not going to talk about it here, but we will talk about it as it's uh, further on in the show and I can I bet you can guess where that's going to be. And the big winner of that game five, uh, I guess to take the uh, the the go ahead hits and the go ahead RBI Cody Bellinger. This is nothing new to this guy. In Uh, A winner-take-all games, Cody Bellinger is pretty fucking awesome. In 2018 NLCS, game seven versus Milwaukee, he had the go-ahead two-run home run in the second inning. Now, that that didn't necessarily win the game, but it was a go-ahead. In 2020, in the NLCS, game seven versus ATL, he hit the go-ahead home run in the seventh inning as well. And then just this uh, past game five in the 2021 NLDS Versus San Fran, he hit the RBI single in the ninth inning. So this guy is clutch in winner take all games, and he hits what he needs to hit. And this isn't a surprise to me. He's a great ball
3: player.
2: He is good, but he struggled the during the season. But mm-hmm. definitely made up made up for it the, in the playoffs here. And I didn't stay up for the uh, final game. I went to bed at the in the ninth after the Giants didn't score, and then. Obviously, I woke up to your messages.
3: <laughs> yeah, you missed all the fun.
2: I know, but I was I was exhausted. But it was uh, it was like you said, you hell of a series, and there was tons of opportunity for San Fran to put this game away. But Dodgers uh, went went out on top because thats who they are.
0: Yeah, and they did a the game five was a bullpen game for them, right? They started Knebel and then. Went with uh, Urias for three or three innings, I think, and then just yep. next guy after next guy after next guy, inning, 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 and it was uh, it proved to be the right move by by the old uh, manager there.
2: And superstar Max fucking got his first ever save.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. Like the guy's a phenomenal starter, and like you said, gets that save. It's uh, hey, it's I'll do whatever I need to to help this team. Right? That's that's what it is in the playoffs. Yep. So. Uh, Just one more thing on Cody Bellinger. He's now tied for the most go-ahead hits in the ninth inning or later in postseason history. And he's tied with four other guys, Carlos Correa, Big Poppy David Ortiz, J.D. Drew, and Pete Rose. And they all have three go-ahead hits in the ninth inning or later. And as I said, clutch. Clutch, you look down this list and they're all pretty pretty clutch players there.
2: there, There's still room for... Two of the guys there to get more,
0: hundred percent, hundred percent,
1: and and there's you know quite a few of them are definitely going to make the haul, but one, yeah, hey, you never
0: know, Pete Rose might eventually make the hall, him only when he passes away,
3: <laughs>
0: maybe, I don't know, I I think eventually they'll they'll let him in, and maybe it will be when he's. You know, in his afterlife, but is what it is. We will have to wait a little bit to find that out. (laughs) So that brings us to the championship series a little bit uh, more relevant stuff. So we got the Red Sox and the Asterix. The Asterix take game 154. Yeah. Red Sox take game 295. Ooh. Obviously, that means the series is tied one-one, and Game Three is Monday at Fenway. Now, the Astros have made five straight ALCS appearances. That's pretty impressive, cheating or or not. That's that's still uh, a <laughs> still a lot of games you got to win to uh, to get into the ALCS five years straight. So, kudos to them on that. And Boston has their has they've got the hottest hitter in baseball right now, Kike Hernandez in the 2021 playoffs has been, like I said, just lights out. He's got 15 hits, eight of them extra base hits, for 34 total bases all in his last five games. Wow. All of which are records in a five-game span in history. And the other players to do it, so Hernandez has 15 in 2021. Will Clark, 13 in 89. Hideki Matsui, 13 in 04. Fernando Vania. Thirteen between 0-1 uh, and 0-2 over the two uh, postseasons, and uh, Tim Anderson just recently thirteen hits between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. And so he's uh, he's, he's get, you know breaking records all over the place. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, it's crazy that. Uh, so you said this is in between for Tim Anderson, right? So in the last, the, the, last year and, right. and the year, but it was before.
0: still okay. five consecutive games. That he got 13 hits in, so five consecutive playoff games,
2: right? Okay, all right. but it's kind of kind of sucks that you couldn't see him move on against the Astros. But yeah, I picked them in the playoffs,
0: so I kind of needed that, anyways. Yeah, and I, I, the reason I took the White Sox is because I figured you guys were all going to take the Astros, and like, all right, there's it's going to be a, a chance to to get the extra point here, but it didn't work out for bold, me. Bold strategy, <laughs> Yeah, bold strategy. And so Kike's uh, as I said, his of those 15 hits, eight of them were extra base hits, and five of those eight were home runs. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So he is now tied for the most home runs in a postseason in Red Sox franchise history. And there's still lots of ball left. Yeah, there's lots of ball and
2: just another thing that happened in the win against Boston. I know we're not fans of them, and we don't want them to go on, but there was two grand slams in that game. Right. First, first time ever in the postseason. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I, think, wild. I think it was Rafael Devers and... JD Martinez.
0: Martinez, right, yep.
2: yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it was pretty impressive, too, because it was in a lot of the early innings that all this happened, too.
0: Yeah, well, Pete and I were watching it at his place uh, before the Leaf game, and we just happened to step out onto the onto the patio, onto the balcony, and it was already four nothing at that point. And we go back in, and it's eight nothing. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then another one, and I got a I got a notification that they hit a grand slam, but I was like, oh, it must just be a late notification because they already hit one. And then nope, it was a second one. I'm like, for fuck's sakes, <laughs> stupid Boston. Stupid fucking Boston! Boston. All right, and the uh, other championship series. Oh, sorry. One other thing about the ALCS that I I saw that I was uh, I thought was pretty funny is I heard that they're going to change the name of the ALCS from the American League Championship Series to the American League Cheating Series, as uh, as the Houston Astros are in it, and Alex Cora <laughs> is the coach of uh, of Boston, who was a Houston Astro. <laughs> I oh, thought that was pretty fucking funny. <laughs>
2: that is hilarious.
0: <laughs> All right. So National League Championship Series. These guys, as far as we know, aren't cheaters. Uh, so Atlanta Braves, LA Dodgers, as we had alluded to before. Atlanta takes game one, three, two. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, game two is tonight, which it's actually it's on right now. Um and I believe the Dodgers are up right now. Yeah, two nothing. two nothing. Yeah, and so both of these. This is a rematch of last year's uh, NLCS. So they both made two straight appearances here. That's uh.
2: You are we gonna add cheating to this one too? Because they're both
0: it's the exact same guys. I mean, maybe,
2: maybe, <laughs> but only
0: because it's uh, only it's convenient that way somehow.
2: <laughs> well, you could say LA just because they got a, a stacked lineup and pitching not cheap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're still doing awesome and they don't have two of their best pitchers, which is crazy. All right, and last thing on baseball this week, boys, um, our brackets. So, we have accumulated some points or at least some of you have. And <laughs> You got point. I got a point. No no <laughs> plural. No plural. <laughs> so, uh, right now, Jesse's in the lead with four points, but he has yeah. a possibility to get zero more. So he will Ooh. he will finish with four, but at this point, he's sitting in first place. Kevin and Peter are both tied with three points, and they have yeah. a possibility to get yeah. two more uh, each. The thing is, is that they're going head-to-head as Kevin has the Braves and Peter has Ooh. the Dodgers.
1: Yeah.
2: Definitely exciting. I think I might watch more NL than AL. <laughs> just just for this <laughs> for
0: <sure. laughs> and i'm the lowly loser uh, i can't get any more and i have one i got the dodgers and the wild card right and everything else wrong that's awesome top shelf yeah it was top shelf yep, yep. <laughs> top fucking shelf yeah that's good so anyway that's uh that's it for baseball we're looking forward to uh watching the rest of this game here and uh the subsequent games the rest of this week We'll see how she goes. How's the NFL today, Jess? Well, it was
2: pretty good. A bunch of blowouts today, this Sunday. Uh, And then there was a couple close games, or one really close game between me and Kev, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But we're going to go back to Monday Night Football when Jackson leads the Ravens back, Lamar Jackson, to a 31-25 OT win over the Colts. Now, I had given up on this game. After Lamar fumbled and the Colts ran the ball back and I was like, all right, I'm done watching. I'm going to bed. But, yo, know, she's trooped or er, went through it. And then uh, I saw your message and I ran back downstairs and turned it back. On. <laughs> <Don't> watch, <laughs> it <win. laughs> watch him win. So they were down 19 points in the second half. Jackson threw for a franchise record of 442 yards and four TDs. His five yard Touchdown pass uh, Brown in overtime lifted the Baltimore Ravens to its four straight win and sole possession of the AFC North. He also ran for 62 yards on 14 carries, and this man accounted 499 yards of the Ravens' total offense, which they had 523.
0: <laughs> That's fucking insane, man.
2: So wow. on the whole team, 24 yards were distributed to the rest of the players. This guy is unreal. We'll gloat about him a little bit uh, more in the MVP. (laughs) Uh, But uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're fucking around (laughs) with this one. (laughs) Mark Andrews, my fantasy tight end, dominated. Caught 11 balls on 13 targets, 147 yards, and two TDs in this comeback. And Hollywood Brown, nine catches on 10 targets, 125 yards, and two TDs. So the only thing bad for the Ravens that happened in this game is that their record-tying streak of 43 straight 100-yard rushing games is snapped. So it's tied with Pittsburgh, for the NFL lead. So on Thursday night, the Bucks took on the Eagles. It's quite a route for the Buccaneers, even though the score doesn't show it. The Eagles came back in garbage time. Brady threw for two TD passes and beat the Eagles 28-22. Playoff Lenny had quite the game. 81 yards and 22 carries, two rushing touchdowns, and six catches for 46 yards. And the only other interesting thing that happened in this game was Mike Trout was in the stands.
0: Didn't somebody did somebody do something, and like I saw a video of Trout like pointing and laughing at a player. Or like that.
2: So, so what happened was, Hertz scored a touchdown and like rifled the ball,
0: and that's right, just missed
2: the security. The, secu- the security had a duck, and then he was and a he was sitting right in uh, where Mike Trout was, and he kind of flinched and started laughing at the at the, I guess the security. Yeah, someone he was laughing at someone. Well, yeah, that was the only other interesting thing in that game, as I think everyone predicted the Bucks to win that one. Yep. And then we're gonna get on to Kevin's take of the Jigs not getting their first win until they bench T Law. You're wrong, bud. <laughs> Whatever. No, no, you you have a rant to go on here. I want to hear it. T Law got the W. How does that it, make
1: you feel? How did, he, how did he get the W though? I mean that is sort of just dis- he it was a field goal that got the win. But the quarterback always gets the win for-
0: and a loss, just like in baseball, man. Pitcher gets the win. So and a loss.
1: It, so here here we go in regards to this then. So goalies get the win and the loss. If if Lawrence got him up to there and Buddy went to go get that field goal and he missed, whose fault's that? The kicker. You're right. It's the kicker's why? fault. Well, why is it the kicker's fault? Because he missed it. I mean well it obviously is a kicker's fault in regards to missing it, but the what i have is the fact that you guys say that lawrence won this game no he did not the fucking kicker kicked it through the field goal to win the game what about all lawrence the other didn't win it by a touchdown what about all the other points fucking mm. no 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 he, he may have got him to the point the like hoping the fuck your kicker kicks it because if he doesn't it's the kicker's fault that didn't kick it i got you all the way up there kicker but you didn't
0: do it it's so your fault basically... but, but,
1: but if the kicker kicks it Lawrence wins the game
0: so we should take away a lot of Tom Brady's wins because the, the kicker any win that for any quarterback them that a kicker kicks you're saying they should be should be stricken from the fucking record book you didn't get that w hey I didn't say it's stricken about nothing I'm just sitting there thinking
1: it's stupid the fact that you're giving Lawrence a win for a kicker that kicked the field goal that's what happens man baseball Whatever. But, but, it, but if the kicker misses it it's the kicker's fault that you didn't win the game but why didn't Lawrence loss. win the game? Then why didn't Lawrence win the game? Why didn't he get down to get another touchdown? They they need to.
0: He got him in a field but, goal range, but, but if, if the
1: kicker missed it. Who 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 wins? But who gets the loss if the kicker misses it? The QB. The,
0: the quarterback. Team does. The team gets the loss. Uh, QB bro. No, no, the does. QB, just like in <laughs> hockey with the goalie. Well, just like the team does too.
1: Yeah. But it's just tiresome to hear that you know. Lawrence gets the win for a kicker to kick a field goal.
2: I think you're just then bitter Lawrence... that you're upset that your hot take didn't go through.
1: Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> did, did, did you see the all excitement in regards to the, them doing it, though? Their first win? Yay, we're not making the playoffs. It was a 10-20
2: game streak of losing, obviously. I would be yeah, super hyped. Yeah, me and well, Peter had, were on yeah, a shitty fucking exactly. team Exactly. Me in, And in Eastwood. <laughs> And when we scored, we, or we won that game, we went nuts. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's a it's a fun fun time when you can you can snap a streak like that,
1: right? Well, good for Lawrence, good for you, about time, buddy. It only took you fucking six weeks
0: to do it. I mean, so far, Pete, your take on uh, Urban Meyer having a losing record is right, but <laughs> we'll see how that turns out in about twenty years.
2: <laughs> you know, Troy Aikman. It took him longer than six weeks to get a win. Hmm. His first ever win, there, Kev.
3: look at good him for Aikman.
2: He's in the Hall of Fame. Good for Fucking night. <laughs> uh, well, Anyways, so like I said, the twenty game streak has ended. <clears throat> I think this was back they beat last year at the beginning of the year, uh, the Colts. So this is a long time coming for the Jags. Good on them. Think? <laughs> Our boy T-Law went 25 for 41. Your boy. I said our boy.
1: Oh, no, your boy. Don't call my boy. I'd say he's Cavs boy boy
0: is what I'd say. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no.
2: (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, he had 319 yards and a passing TD to help get points on the board to help get his own W. Uh, So, a big thing in this, which was in my box last week, was the kicking. That was horror awful last week. So entering week six, the Jags were the only team in the NFL without a made field goal, which is wild. So, anyways, he ended up bending an improbable fifty-four yarder through the uprights with three minutes and forty seconds left to tie the game.
1: Yeah, buddy, that was sick. I mean, when I saw that fucking thing in the air, I'm going, "It's it's gone." He's, like, I'm clapping in a in a restaurant. I'm like, "Yeah, he's going to miss it." When he kicked it, no, oh, I was like, "Yep, fuck,
0: celebrate too yeah. early."
1: Oh man, and honestly, dude, it looked like it was like far right. It this thing like a, fucking back like a It was
2: it was pretty neat. It was like a wiffle ball coming at you. When yeah, inside man. and back, <laughs> back, back or outside and then back inside.
1: Yeah, man. It was pretty gross. Mm-hmm.
2: And then they got the ball back. Trevor Lawrence hit LaViscus Chenault for a short gain. And then midfield gainer or at the at the midfield gainer. And then
1: Right, hit a fifty-three yard to win the game. Um, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, see, as you said, to win the game, yeah, the mm-hmm. kicker won the game. Yep.
0: <laughs> but Lawrence still got his first W. Yep, Good sure did.
2: <laughs> so let's get to our locks this week. We'll go with yeah. Peter first
3: because this is the most boring. Yeah. <laughs> So and steady wins the race, buddy. Yeah,
2: so Peter took the Bengals <laughs> over the Lions. I can't believe that this was a 4.5 favorite or a 4.5 spread. But Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow throws three touchdowns as the Bengals route the winless Lions 34-11. I
1: um, thought they were a tough team, those Lions, weren't they? <laughs> You'd think so. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were going to be I thought going to be stomping on some ankles, Claude fighting some fucking kneecaps. And, yeah. <laughs>
2: Don't think they appreciate their coach crying the other week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Drake could not rally as it did in closely contested setbacks against the San Fran, Baltimore, and Minnesota games, failing to score until Austin Siebert made a 35-yard field goal midway through the fourth quarter. It was a boring ass game, and Burrow finished against the. Pretty crappy uh, Detroit Lions defense. 19 of 29, 271 yards and three TDs with one INT. Mixon had quite the day. 18 carries for 94 yards and five carries for, or five catches for 59 yards and a TD as well. So Yosh is next up. He took Denver over Vegas. Raiders beat the Broncos with a grudeless Vegas team.
0: Denver Broncos? Oh, Marge, you just don't know football.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just watched that episode recently. (laughs) Carr had a pretty good game with uh, Olsen. I believe he was an old Rams coach. He went 18 for 27, 341 yards with two TDs. And Henry Ruggs had, I think, 90 yards or something like that and a one TD.
1: So watching this game, man, I, I, I'm honestly thinking about possibly changing into that Raider fan. Because they, they're very impressive. I mean, watching this, it was, it was all right.
2: Yeah, it was a good game between rivals. But I guess the team was pretty happy to be without Gruden. They uh, they showed up against a tough Denver D. Denver did make it a game, coming back late, and they even got an onside kick, but it wasn't enough.
0: Oh Yay! So, so I had to yeah, we all, pre-
1: yeah, all pretty happy. <laughs>
2: yep. Now the exciting game that happened was between me and Kev, as Kev is going head to head against everybody
1: this week. I mean, this is this is the last one. I'm not doing it from now on out i mean unless oh, yeah. you guys want to sit there and do that challenge as well but you you went, I'm the man but... went up there and said you know what i'm gonna go with the three guys
3: you didn't and have to i'm it looking happened. to win
0: man <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> that's why i like my nice boring lock it's this dumb game to watch because it's over fucking right after it starts i want excitement that's, the way, that's you know, i want
1: to i, I want a little bit of an excitement here man i mean it's it, you know some there was
2: lots this. of excitement in this game. Fucking right,
1: the, there was. I scared the shit I, out of my cat and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I took
2: the <laughs> cowgirls, and you. I made you take the cheerleaders. How was it? How did you like cheering for Boston?
1: Uh, not, 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 not too good. I mean, I mean, it, it was sick to my stomach when I watched that uh, pick six. But it was also pretty exciting to watch that same guy get burnt on a double take for a fucking touchdown. That was amazing. That's where I scared my wife and my cat.
2: I, I went upstairs to set everything up, and then I opened it up, and I said, what the fuck? How did they Sammy, score? Same. I was like, Jesus Christ.
1: No, I, I, was, I was hoot rolling, rolling. Trust me. I was like was clapping, screaming, "Woo!"
2: Well, Zerlo ended up getting uh, that field goal to send it into OT, and then C.D. Lamb got a 35-yard touchdown reception to win it. In OT to get there. You go, At sneezy least the, guy won it. the
1: win. Yeah. A player won it, not the kicker. Kicker <laughs> got him there to tie it. Dak won the it. There won it. Dak won it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, the Lamb got a fucking touchdown. He won it. No. You,
2: you know what? Trevor Lawrence and Dak both are 0 1 this week. Or 1 and, oh, one, 1 and 0. And yeah. 1 and all. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too late. He fixed himself. I was just trying to throw shade at
2: Kevin, failed miserably,
1: but whatever.
2: (laughs) So for the locks, we got Peter at four and two. Yeah. We got Jesse, four and two. We got Josh, four and two. Mm -hmm. And Kevin at two and four.
1: Why does that And (laughs) Kevin? Because it's not exciting at two and four, (laughs) (laughs) man.
3: (laughs) You you shouldn't have a losing record in your lock of the week. Come on now,
1: <laughs> now now the, everything's going to change. You boys, you watch. Fair enough. That's world that's
2: what we're all about is changing everything.
1: Right, but I, again, I'd like to see one of you guys also step up to a challenge and sit there and challenge one of us to all like a, like what I've just done. I mean, it might happen. Afraid? You afraid, all of you To do you know to have a an actual
0: challenge? Well, I got a real good lead. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I really needed your or just my team to win would have been fine this week. Stupid Broncos! At least I would have been five and one and still leading this damn thing. Now I tie with you guys. Second, three,
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, at least I'm in second. If that's the way you want to look at it, nope, you're no, still, you're, no, in fourth, you're in fourth. fourth. That's, that's <laughs> not how ties work. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're all at the same. So that's. I mean, if we're talking <laughs> golf, that's all of you guys are on like number one. You're as all on. T- Top of which puts me at no, second.
3: you no, have uh-huh. four. It's <laughs> just three it. and one. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's MVP, as Jesse alluded to earlier, Lamar Jackson for putting on a show on Monday night. So here's how he did Monday night. He became the first quarterback in league history to complete 85% of his passes in a 400-yard game, the first player in NFL history with 400 yards passing, four touchdown passes, no interceptions, and 50 yards rushing in a game, the highest completion percentage in a 40-pass game in NFL history at 86%. That's 37 to 43
1: that's oh,
3: insane. And those are his numbers for the actual night. But that's not the only record he broke. So with Sunday's 34-6 row to Los Angeles Chargers, Jackson set the NFL record for the most wins by a quarterback under the age of 25 since the 1970 merger. His 35th victory moved him past the great Dan Marino. Jackson is now 35-8 and and doesn't turn 25 until January 7th. And no quarterback under the age of 25 has won more than 30 games in the past two decades. He's already at 35. Which is wild. It is wild. Absolutely crazy. A
2: lot of good quarterbacks in the last 30 years, and none of them have this kind of record.
0: This is fucking mediocre at best, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this guy is
1: like a, like a live video game. Just watching him play is just unbelievable.
3: But like back in the day when you always used to play with Michael Vick and Madden. Because he was the most fun, yeah, Jackson, yeah, live, he's better.
0: uh, Temple Bull. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's uh, he's pretty amazing, man. Some of the shit he can do, and he's always uh, it's always a good game to watch. Just just to watch him run around the field and create plays, make plays. Just watch him fucking ad lib and do his thing. Yep. This is my
2: guy. I said this before at the beginning of the season, that he was going to have a really good season. Like, I know Yosh, your boy Dak, has been pretty good. He struggled today in the red zone. He turned the ball over twice. But Jackson also turned the ball over last Monday, which that was when I went to bed. But still, he's <laughs> he's doing unreal things right now.
0: And he's going to
2: soon break all of Vic's records, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not sure when but before I said that I wasn't sold on this guy being this this superstar quarterback but uh, he's he's making it hard for me to to continue that thought process cuz he's fucking good.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. He's fucking you, good.
0: You,
2: you might want to change your mind on that one.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: He is carrying that team. Oh yeah, I think. Like I know the yeah. defense the defense shows up here and now but they also have a few injuries as well. But he is the only guy on offense. Mm-hmm. Well, like Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown are showing up, but he's still got to get them the ball.
3: So, Lamar Jackson, for being an absolute fucking superstar, Beast. breaking a bunch of records, you're our MVP. Cheers, boys. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Oh, fuck, that's tasty. Yum, yum. Self-show. All right, guys, we're going to jump into the NBA. This won't take too long as, uh, you know, preseason. That's pretty much it. Not a whole lot to talk about. We will be talking about basketball more and more in the coming weeks as uh, as the regular season comes along. So preseason is now complete as it finished up on Friday. So just to give you some notable teams and where they uh, finished their records. So the Bulls and the Knicks four and zero, the Heat with the newly acquired Kyle Lowry are five and one. Yeah. The Nets with uh, the Kyrieless Nets are three and one. Raps were three and two. Yeah. Sixers were two yeah. and two. And the Bucs were 1-4. So there's kind of the big-name teams there in, uh, in the East. And, of course, our Raps, And, I mean, the Bulls. Holy fuck. I don't know if you guys have seen any highlights or, or seen any of these games. Yeah, man. They look good, man. Wow. They look, they look hungry, like, for sure. Yeah, so you got Damar, Vukovic, not Lamelo. What's the other one? Camelo. No. no, the ball, one of the ball brothers, it's not Lee Angelo. I can't even fucking remember. Uh, Zach Levine is the other guy for their big, their big four. And they are looking great. Really yeah. I
1: but mean, still no, this is only yeah.
0: preseason. This yeah. Is, this mean shit, but this is preseason. No, but I mean, you can see that they're already gelling together and they're, they're playing well together already. And I think that they're only going to. Continue. I mean, they're not going to go undefeated, obviously, but no. But I think that they're going to do uh, pretty well this season, and they'll be a they'll be a force, I would think. Uh, the Knicks, Kemba Walker looks good in blue, and he's going to be a nice uh, companion to uh, Julius Randle. As I said, the Nets are uh, Kyrieless, but we'll get to that in just a second here. And then jumping over to the West, so the Golden State Warriors five and Mavericks, and the Sacramento Kings four and 2020 NBA Finals runner-up. The Suns were three and one. Jazz were two and two. After having a stellar fucking year last year, and then faltering again in the playoffs there, and then everybody's favorite, the Lakers, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> at an zero six.
1: Oh, these guys are shite. Preseason, but it's preseason for sure. I, I don't think I don't think these old geezers are going to be able to gel. I tell you that.
0: You don't think? I mean, they're no, they no, they all no, have no. lots of experience. They should be able to, you know, work with each other. And...
1: Should should be able to.
0: I mean, I think it's going to be come down to who who's going to start crying because they don't have they they're not touching the ball enough.
1: The bitch. I'm kidding. I don't know. I, I I I honestly don't see these guys making anywhere like into the finals. They're not making finals at all this year. I don't see it. And they make the playoffs? Well, I'd hope so paper they probably should because of their talent and their experience but i'm gonna
3: say no Ooh, see i knew i could lure you in with that one that's a (laughs) hot
0: take
1: oh
3: man or
2: or it's another bad take (laughs) no
1: either either or i'm always that that you know undercard (laughs) fucking scenario dude i say no i say they do not do they didn't do it no, they don't make the finals. Or you know the they're
0: like in the top five to be favored to win? That don't mean crap. Put a dollar down then. All right. it, all, it all depends on
2: how the health of the team.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. they're so old. They're going to be brittle bones, twisted ankles, fucking all oh, my twisted thumb and blah, blah, blah. No, I don't see them doing But shit. Typically,
0: most of those guys are pretty healthy, like except for AD. and And then LeBron as of late has been hurt. But like but that's Rondo age. Stays, right. Yeah. But like and Rondo they, stays healthy. Old. They are old. You know, Westbrook <laughs> stays healthy. But if they don't, then who do they got? I mean, yeah. They just bring on G League guys if, if they right. need to.
1: Yeah. Just
0: might as make well, like, the team younger, not older. But that's that you can say the same thing about every team then. What if all those superstars get hurt? You bring up the G League. That's just what it is. Anyway, I just wanted to go through some of the uh, some of the notable teams. Uh, you know, the teams that you thought would be better or maybe worse in the in the uh, preseason. And again, don't read too much into this because it's preseason. I don't think an 0-6 Lakers means shit. I think they're making <laughs> the playoffs, and I think they're probably going to make the conference semis. as what I'll say. Good luck.
3: Yeah, I'm with <laughs> you.
2: Oh, they'll definitely make the playoffs. I think. too, Depending on how how far they go,
0: we'll see as I alluded to before Kyrie Irving so the Nets have decided that Kyrie will not practice or play with the team until he complies with New York City's COVID-19 vaccination mandate for players now last week we had told you that uh, New York City had said that it was okay for him to practice uh, in the practice facility because that was a private building and so that was fine but the Nets have said nope if you can't play there's no you're not practicing you're not doing anything you're they basically, they're putting him on the bench. They're saying, get your shit together. Get this back so you can't play. And at this point, he's not playing. So he has said that he still hopes that he can play for the, the Nets this season. My assumption is that he's hoping that things get relaxed enough where that rule or mandate will be uh, lifted and then he would be able to play. Uh, I don't see it happening. If there's a mandate, it's, it's only going to be you know, over the next few months, six months type thing. And they're not going to lift the mandate, not, not mid-season. There's no way. I mean,
2: we're almost going into year three of this pandemic. So, yeah. like, yeah, we got a lot of this a little bit more under control, but there's still a lot of
1: – Non-vaxxers.
2: Well, not just non-vaxxers. There's still a lot of cases going around and everything like that. So it's – I guess you can account that to the non But you got to think, even if they do get this under control – that they're going to leave it in this situation until it's like completely gone probably.
0: I mean, I agree with the Nets for not allowing them to practice or play. I think this is an extremely selfish act by, by Kyrie. What is his, why, why,
1: why isn't he? Is there, is
0: there something that
1: that's telling him that, or that, that that's prompting him not Dude, to do he's this? He's a, he's a flat earther. He's,
3: <laughs> he doesn't, he's, he's dumb.
2: <laughs> he wants to do his, own research so this will give him lots of time to do his experiments
3: yeah
0: so he said he said that he's it's not that he's a anti-vaxxer or that he's a pro vax he just doesn't want to get it is basically what he said i mean kevin you put you put all these guys in your box the other week for you know you said just get the fucking thing i mean we all agree but it's kind of i'm glad that the nets are putting their foot down here and saying well too fucking bad bud you know yep and then now they're not going to give them a contract extension either. The Nets, they have, they're not offering them a contract extension as, as of yet. And I believe that this is why, well, I mean, why would you, why would you want to pay for somebody to not play? It's stupid. Right. Right? Yep. Especially that high buck. So. Now, now who's going to pick them
1: up if they go out and trade them? I mean. Well, of
0: anybody, any team that doesn't have a mandate in their city, you only, you only go into New York and San Francisco couple times a year right yeah so i mean fuck i don't really like him but i would take him in toronto you know he's a good player i just don't like his attitude and all the bullshit that surrounds him but
2: yeah and so we include that same thing that they got
0: right Right. (laughs) i'm just saying that as a player like based solely on talent i'd take him every day of the week yep but there's all the other shit that would make me not take him. him every day of the week yep Another guy who I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole is Ben Simmons. I don't care how good he could be, how good he was. I think uh, I'm going to take a word out of Kev's book here. He's a cancer. I don't like him. Fuck him. No Ben Simmons to Toronto. You hear me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's saying something since we have no one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Freddie? <laughs> yeah, man. You got Pascal. OG. All right, so Ben Simmons, he ended up practicing with the Sixers on Sunday. Uh, He decided to pull on a jersey with a team that he doesn't want to play for and teammates he no longer wants to play with, but he's manning up and uh, he's still going to play, likely, so he can get paid. That's probably what he wants to do. According to to, uh, Coach Doc Rivers, Ben Simmons will play when he's reconditioned and ready, which is obvious. They're not going to throw him in there right away, even though I'm sure he's been working out on his own, but he's still going to you still got to do team workouts and and uh, shit like that. So now Friday, this coming Friday should be pretty interesting. If Simmons is ready or if he's not, he's going to be in the building. And it'll be interesting because we all know about the fans in Philly and how friendly they are. And So it'll be interesting to see how 20,000 fans uh, are going to be ready to make him cry and make him, you know, boo him out of the building because he doesn't want to be there. And the fans say, fuck you. They give him the old the old double bird. so that should be interesting to see I I think it's going to be loud and I think every time that he touches a ball for the first quarter say it's going to be insane that they're just going to be booing and chirping the fuck out of him and I think they'll calm down afterwards and you know especially if he shoots and makes a couple buckets you know maybe makes a big defensive play or something and and then it'll be a ball basketball again but I think for the first quarter they're going to hate on him pretty hard and so I heard an interesting story about Ben Simmons jerseys. And it reminded me of a story, uh, actually two, two different stories that happened with us and some friends. So, uh, so fans have been taking their Ben Simmons jersey and they've been duct taping over the M-M-O-N from their jerseys, leaving the S-I and then the S at the end of Simmons. And so on the, the tape, they've been replacing the M-M-O-N with X-E-R So the back of the jersey would say Sixers instead of Simmons. Pretty funny. And I said, so this reminds me of a little story. So we went to a Bills game years ago and I remember walking. I'm pretty sure we were in the stadium and seeing an old number 51 jersey with the name covered in duct tape and then just Puz, (laughs) P-U-Z on the back. On the team. Now that was for Paul Puzlesny, and obviously this Buffalo Bills fan could not fucking spell Puzlesny,
1: so he just wrote Puz.
0: It
1: was his nickname too, but, but it was his nickname. For sure. It was de-
2: It was definitely a good joke.
1: That that'd be my scenario, wouldn't it? Fuck, how do you spell this guy's name? How do you even pronounce it? Fuck yep. it, I'm just going P U Z Puz. Puz So.
2: We should have seen if uh, Kev could have pronounced his last name. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Nisky? No, close.
0: No, Polsnuski. So after this uh, this game, you know, obviously we we laughed, and loved it, and then we went to a Bills game the next year. And our friend Rusty, he took one of my old uh, Willis McGahee jerseys, which, uh, and then he taped over the back of it, and the new guy was C.J. Spiller. He had the same number, and so he. He rode Spiller over the over the McGahee and it just when I heard about this, I'm like, "This is totally a Buffalo Bills scenario." <laughs> uh, it just it, it just rang a bell, and it was it's pretty pretty fucking funny for me. I don't know. Oh, it's hilarious. Maybe it's just because it, it happened to us, you know, that type of thing. So I'm pretty sure. Were you there for that, Jesse? The Puzz? I was
2: there for for the Puzz, and I was there for and the for Spiller.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny too. We were sitting in the stands, and and I'm pretty sure that was against Pittsburgh that game. And that was somebody,
2: when you you almost got kicked out because of Rusty. because of Rusty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we got the the, hot, the fan hotline called on us cuz we were chirping uh Big Ben.
2: We were a little drunk.
0: We were a lot a drunk. little yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh so the usher comes down and he says, "Uh eh, Spiller jersey." So that was me because I had a real Spiller jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> they they so, definitely should
2: have just said duck tape. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: So I get the third degree from the uh, from the usher, and I I started laughing. I said, and I said, it wasn't me, but it was my buddy. So I will definitely pass this message on. <laughs> so the big thing was we were swearing, and uh, we have since learned then that we can't swear. We can chirp all you want, but you can't swear while you're at the games. Uh, people get upset with it. So
2: This was like the, one of the first freaking drives too.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was right at the beginning of the game. So later on in the game, somebody, you know, 10 rows up, yells down hey spiller it's called nflshop.com <laughs> <laughs> obviously chirping rusty with the with the duct tape but he turned around and said something that he was broke or something like that
2: but he's like i'm cheap or something
0: yeah it was fucking <laughs> funny man so anyway just wanted to reminisce a little with our uh, our buffalo bills store with uh, philadelphia phillies and ben simmons <laughs> Or not Philly's uh, 76ers, sorry. Anyway, as I had mentioned, preseason is over. Regular season for the NBA starts up on Tuesday, the 19th of October. And the Raps will open the season at home on the 20th. That's Wednesday against the Washington Wizards. Hopefully they can get a big W to start the the season.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, they're just as crappy as we are.
0: Yeah. So now that uh, we're walking into this fresh, no games being played. What do you guys think are taking home the Larry O'Brien? As per
1: use is what we do, right? Isn't it? We yeah, just man. Got to pick. Picks prior prior to anything, gotta I'm pick. going with the Heat. I got to go with the Heat. Yeah, you said I, that I said about a hundred times before. Yeah.
0: Not sure why, but maybe Kyle. Just because of right. Kyle. That's right.
2: It would have been funnier if he went with the Raptors.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kev has got the Heat. Huh.
3: What do you got, Pete? I think, uh, I think our boy Kawhi is going to bring himself back, another one in his hometown. I'm, I'm going with the clip. I think the clip uh, – it's the year of the clip.
0: I think Kawhi is going to get hurt early and be done again all year or for a good portion of it.
2: That's no, he'll be in the playoffs, and he'll get hurt in
0: the playoffs. <laughs> all right, fair enough.
3: <laughs> Rolling the dice on him staying healthy. I'm going to go with the Bucks.
0: Bucks to run it back.
1: Back to back, I was going to say, you better better off taking the Bills. The or Bills? The, bull, the Bulls. Bill the bulls.
0: <laughs> I'm like, what? The Bills what? are going to win the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: Not the Larry O'Brien, though.
0: No, no. The Bucks, good take.
2: No, I, I, I want to see. I think they got the experience there to do it with Giannis. So, should be good. And they got uh, a lot of returning players. So, I'm excited.
0: All right, well, I'm going with Steph Curry and the Warriors. Mm. I uh, I like the way that uh, that he plays ball, and you got Clay Thompson backs or should be back, so uh, should be back early. So the Splash Brothers will be back. You got the defensive presidents and Draymond and Andrew Wiggins. Now I haven't heard uh, for the, about the COVID thing with him, but I, I'm pretty sure I saw him in a jersey, so he must have either got an exemption or or got his uh, got his vax. But I do. Did see him in a jersey so i should have looked that up but i didn't and uh, i'm sorry to our loyal listeners i didn't give you that info but there's this thing called google and uh, if you really need to find out about it there you go there you go
2: giving away <laughs> our sources there yosh
0: <laughs> <laughs> no that's not the source it's just that's just like the that's the avenue
3: to get to the source
0: <laughs> all righty pity tell me about the nhl
3: no problem the NHL is back baby yeah. All right. Man. Regular season game's happening. I'm even going to give you a yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Jesse doesn't give a fuck. He's just watching football.
2: <laughs> I'm watching a bit of
3: baseball. And some baseball. <laughs> That's fine. But I'm all excited. NHL's back. Me and Yosha already made it to a game. Yeah. Happy days.
2: I did want to go to that game, but I had prior engagement. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to turn down a league game. i just you got another shit planned
3: you would have been chirping. You would have been chirping the whole time in there. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Well, it'd be tough. They they, they won, so it'd yeah, be tough. Yeah. But I'd be definitely at the beginning. Be, well, they scored right away in the beginning. Yeah, well, they did. I, I
1: helped out in regards to a uh, a call. I'm sure you know you guys might get into in regards to this, but I helped out. I took a picture and sent it to you.
3: Yeah, that's true. So mid game, me and Josh are there in the stands, and uh, there's an offside challenge on a goal. And in the, in the arena, you can't see the replay like you can see on the live TV. We don't, We just see nothing. We just see the review happening. And we're waiting in anticipation.
2: You mean they don't show the replay? No. no. Well, that's no fun. You don't get any of the crowd's reaction. They didn't show yeah. it
3: until after. They you the get decision. it after the call. Yeah. Yeah. That's,
2: that's dumb. You got to sway the ref somehow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So uh, Kev was kind enough to share as a photo off his TV that clearly, conclusively showed that it was Formanton, whoever was offside on the goal. And it was no goal. Tied up the goal. They would we'll be able to tie yeah. the game at 2-2. Yeah, it was a 2-2 goal, yeah. So we were happy to see that, and uh, we shared it with all the uh, other fans in the stands around us. Not sure if any of them actually looked, but whatever. <laughs> we were telling them it was offside.
2: Yeah. I'm Did sorry. you guys oh, like no. actually like form words or were you just too little drunk? No, no that we was a second period. <laughs> we were <fine>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't ask about the third period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We uh we grabbed two big beers in these uh, first intermission and like two big beers each. And come walking back to our seats, and the guy sitting beside us is like, you guys just got two big beers, so you did not have to wear your mask. And we're like, well, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) If you're eating or drinking, you don't have to wear your mask. But any other time, you do. So so it was a good excuse to keep the masks off.
2: Loophole.
3: Yeah, that's right. You got to know how to work the system. We did it at the J game. So, yeah, man. So, there are a few big extensions handed up this week in the NHL. Uh, Starting with Charlie McAvoy with the Bruins. Extends for eight years at $9.5 per year. That is a massive deal for him, but he is uh, probably going to be worth every penny. Top five two-way defenseman in this league, and he's going to be the anchor of that Boston defense for the foreseeable future. Yep, yep. It's good to see a fucking Boston player finally not taking a stupid discount and actually getting paid what they're worth. Hopefully the rest of them follow suit and they can stop being fucking... Cheap and under the cap with low deals. It's the way of just Boston. That's how they get their the Brady Wave, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. the> Brady
2: <laughs> He's taking it to Tampa Bay now. So, <laughs> Except they shit the bed in baseball.
3: Yep. Next signing is Brady Kachuk. And he was holding out. He's the only one of these that was actually holding out. But I don't think he actually missed any games. Although I could be wrong. He might have missed one. But anyway, the deal is done now. Brady Kachuk is back. Didn't
1: they sign it when he played Toronto? The first game Toronto. Didn't he just sign that contract?
3: I think so. Yeah, and I think that was their first game. So I guess he didn't miss any games.
1: And I, I understand he is he the
3: going to get the C or did they call the C to someone else? It's very likely that he is going to be the captain of the Senators, but that has not been officially announced yet. He's going
2: to get the C, but he was holding out. No?
3: Yeah. <laughs> man's got to get paid. It doesn't it mean is. he can't be a leader.
0: I can't make the least amount of money
3: and be the leader. <laughs> gotta get paid. I think he did get overpaid on this deal, seven years at 8.2 million per. That's a lot of money for Brady Kachuk. Like he's he's far from a point per game player, at least at this point. But he's the leader of the team. He's a gritty guy and he can put up points. And realistically, in Ottawa. The salary cap doesn't really matter. So it doesn't matter <laughs> if you overpay somebody. You're never going to hit the salary <laughs> cap. anyway.
2: You're paid for that leadership.
3: <laughs> got to pay for Kachuk to be there. So the seats will get filled. That's it. You got to pay him for that. No problem. Next signing on the list, Nick Suzuki. Uh, so he got some similar deal. Eight years at 7.875 million. Extension in Montreal starting next year. This deal is, I don't mind this deal, but it's risky. Nick Suzuki's sort of the same as Kachuk. He's he's far from a point per game player at this point, and he's getting paid a lot of money. But they're they're gambling that he's going to become that, and they may very well be right. And this might be a steal of a deal as it progresses.
0: Yeah, I, I like this. I like this the, this signing or extension. I, I like Suzuki. He played well in the playoffs, and he's just been a solid uh, player since he stepped into the league.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And if he turns into that number one center that they've been looking for, who can put up points and play big games for him, which he very well could, then yeah, it's going to be worth every penny. It's going to be a great deal. But he's uh, he's still got to get there. And Ryan Pulock on the island signs extends for eight years at six and a half or six point one five million per. So Pulock's a great defenseman. Um, there's nothing wrong with the salary here, the the, the cost, but the term. The term gives me heartburn for the Islanders. He's 27 years old already. He's signing an eight-year deal. It's fine now, but uh, I think I said a similar thing about Zibinijad it. in New York. You're paying for what they're worth now, but it's a long-term deal, and at the end of it, it might be an anchor on your cap. But we'll have to wait and see. If you buy them out later, does that still go against the cap? Uh, yeah. Like uh, The way a buyout works in the NHL, it like. It does a reduced cap hit, but over more time. So instead of paying like six point one five over the remaining, call it three years on his contract, you'd pay like I don't know. I don't think it's half, but it's, it's like you pay five million over five years or something. Yeah, I don't know, it's very complicated. But some big signings and those guys are all locked into their teams long term, so good for them. And most of those teams fucking suck, like Boston, <laughs> Ottawa. Montreal. Islanders are okay. I mean, Boston made it to the
2: second round, didn't they? Uh,
3: I don't mean suck as in not good. <laughs> uh, I mean suck as in <laughs> fuck those guys.
0: Yeah, fuck those guys.
2: <laughs> Just clarifying, to make sure that the, the logic you were using was, wasn't confusing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Boston's all the way through in regards to any team of us in Toronto. Fuck Boston. Fuck Boston.
0: Hey. Second round, bud. Whatever. Unless our listeners are from Boston here. Let's say we love Boston. Then, (laughs) (laughs) How about some some clam (laughs) (laughs)
3: chowder? Okay, let's move on to Alexander Ovechkin, who passes Marcel Dion for solo possession of fifth place all-time in goals. Dion had 731 over his career. And when Ovechkin passed him... At the next break, the scoreboard at Capital One Arena showed Ovechkin moving up the leaderboard and played a video message from Dion congratulating Ovechkin on your incredible achievement and adding, I knew you were going to pass me. So that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. See, uh, for everyone that was in attendance there, to see that tribute from Dion as Ovechkin passes him. Next up for Ovechkin is Hall of Famer Brett Hull with 741 goals. So with 733 currently, Ovi is very likely to pass Hall this year. Uh, he's only eight goals away. And if he puts up a monster year, which would be like 33 more goals than he has currently, he would pass Jager as well at 766. I don't think that's going to happen this year, but I think it'll happen next year. I think it's happening this year. I think it's going to happen this year. Well, I really do.
0: Takes. Hot Takes. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a big year, man.
1: I saw something in regards to even Gretzky saying this guy's gonna pass me.
3: Uh, that's not. I, I think it might. It's possible. Yeah. It
0: really depends on his health. Yeah, and yeah. he's been pretty healthy his entire career so. for sure. And if he that's keeps fun. on popping two goals a game, I mean, that's not likely to continue for long term. But we know that he's a point a player or point a point a game at least, right? At least. So. And most of them are fucking goals, so. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't surprise you. So he's got three now this season. Is that right? I'm Not sure, but that sounds. Oh. Right. So it, he'd right. be like at thirty-six then to to pass total for this year to pass Yager right. type
3: thing, which is yeah. not unreasonable, but it's no, it's not. It's a lot. Yep, I think he does it.
0: So that would put him in third place then, if he did that, correct? Yes. Third place solo. Yeah. Right. And who's he got left? He's got obviously Gretzky and.
3: Ooh, good question. Who is the fucking other guy? Is it Mario? It's got to be Mario. It is. It's got to be Mario. Nope. Gordy Howe. Shit.
0: Too bad you guys didn't fucking challenge me. Yeah, sure.
3: Challenge Mario is sure. eleventh with six hundred and ninety. Oh, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to put it into perspective, Mario pay, played in nine hundred and fifteen games. Yeah. Gordy Howe played in seventeen hundred and sixty seven. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's almost double. Yeah, I bet if you extrapolate uh, Lemieux's
0: stats to equal, like, Gretzky's games, I'll bet you they are very, very, very close. If not, Mario may be a bit better.
3: Yeah, I think Mario's a lot better.
1: Yeah. Uh, like I said to you guys before, I'd take Mario over fucking Gretzky in a heartbeat. I it's, wouldn't,
3: yeah. but that's not that hot of a take. No.
1: No, I'm, I'm not calling it as a hot take. I'm just saying, like, Mario is, like, a more complete player than I say in Gretzky. Mario yeah, would hit, Mario sure. would take back check, Mario yeah. would fight. Uh, he
0: played I mean, some defense for sure.
3: <laughs> yeah. But he didn't have the, longev- the longevity, that Gretzky had.
1: Yeah,
0: the no. great one's a great one.
1: Yeah, because they asked the great one once before, how do you know people are behind you?
0: He goes, reflection in the glass. <laughs> Which is crazy that yeah. you know that you would use that to your advantage, but it makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Might as well. Have you guys seen him on ESPN yet? That's yeah, me? pretty funny what he
1: did to fucking uh, Barkley. Yeah, he's shooting uh, pucks on him. <laughs> fucking kept
0: score. I gotta think they were foam pucks, but still.
1: <laughs> no, I think they're I think they were foam pups, just the way they were bouncing on the ground. I don't think uh, they're yeah. real
3: pucks. You're but, not fucking laser beam some rubber at fucking Charles Barkley with no gear yeah. on.
1: <laughs> Granted, it was Barkley as a goalie, but he still he was still picking corners and going five hole like nothing. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just
0: saying, like yeah. <laughs> I don't think you might lose a step, but you don't lose the
3: talent. Yeah.
2: And Barkley is not an NHL goalie. <laughs>
0: Surprised
3: he was able to get the, uh, the equipment on the right hands.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sure he had some help.
3: Might have had some help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nathan McKinnon tests positive for COVID-19. Uh, so he hasn't played any games yet for the Avalanche. He had a second positive test on Saturday and won't travel with the team to Washington for a game tomorrow on Monday. Uh, The coach, Jared Bednar, said after Sunday's practice, uh, McKinnon missed the Avs' first two games of the season, a 4-2 win over Chicago and a 5-3 loss to St. Louis at Ball Arena after testing positive last Monday. Uh, The NHL COVID protocol requires two consecutive day negative tests for a player to rejoin his team. Him as well as the whole Avalanche team are fully vaccinated. Uh, But as we know, you can still catch the COVID. I think he is fully asymptomatic at this point. But he has it nonetheless. And he's got to wait it out before he can come back and play hockey. And moving on to Connor McDavid in the Battle of Alberta. Scored three goals for his 11th career hat-trick. As the Oilers beat the Flames 5-2 on Saturday night. And he uh, removed any doubt, if there was any, who the true king of Alberta is in the NHL. It is Connor McDavid.
0: I mean, who else would it be? I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Good shot, my superstar. Might,
3: might think he has a chance, but no, it's McDavid. Johnny Gaudreau, maybe? Like <laughs> <laughs> nowhere comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that brings us to the Leafs update. So they are 2-1 to know to start the season. They beat the Habs in the season opener. You. They lost in Ottawa in a sloppy contest on Thursday that ended with a back-and-brutal slashing call on John Tavares with the lease net empty. And a goalie injury. Trying for the equalizer, yes. There was a goalie injury as well. Which we'll get into in just a minute. And yeah, John Tavares lifted the stick of, I think it was Brady Kachuk, and she got called for slashing. And that was with, I think, just over two minutes left in the game. So it basically killed the rest of the game for him. Killed their comeback chances. Brutal call. I didn't like it. But that's the NHL refs.
0: Them's the breaks. Yeah.
3: So is it because the stick hit
1: his glove? It had nothing to do with him trying to lift the stick? It was the stick on the glove is what
3: called that penalty? It didn't look to me like the stick hit the glove. It might have, but it's such a, like... By the letter of the law, if your stick hits a, the other guy's glove, it's supposed to be a penalty. But it, was, it looked like a fucking straight-up stick lift to me. Maybe he tapped the glove on the on the follow-through, but I don't know. It was a brutal call, I thought. Maybe I have those uh, blue-colored glasses on, but who knows. Anyway, we played Ottawa again on Saturday night in Toronto. Myself and Josh were lucky enough to get tickets to go to the game.
1: Yeah.
2: We yeah. had
3: a blast. We spent an outrageous amount of money on beer. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> well, no regrets. Not even one letter. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets at all. And uh, yeah, they beat Ottawa. What was the final score of the game? 3-1, I think. 3-2. 3-1? 3-1, yeah. 3-1, yes. Might have had a few beers. it, makes it hard to remember the uh, <laughs> score exactly. But it was definitely a win.
0: It was a lot of fun, man. I haven't been to a Leaf game in a lot of years. We had a fucking blast. Good seats. Like I said, exorbitant amount of money is spent on booze, but... Anyway, I mean, we didn't really drink that much. It's just because it's a crazy amount of money. It was yeah. it's $90 for four fucking large beers. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, 90 bucks. <laughs> well, that was with a tip, but still, like, holy fuck. It's the COVID prices. Yeah, they got to make up for uh, last year, right?
1: My last game at the Leafs Gardens that I can always re- remember was when Mike Palmatier came back to the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs as a Washington Capital.
0: So it actually was Maple Leaf Gardens.
1: It was game. yeah, it was Maple Leaf Gardens. Have it you never been to Scotiabank Arena, ACC? I've never been to an NHL hockey game other than the time I was ten years old. Interrupt. Oh, Have you been
0: to the ACC? I've been though? to more.
1: <laughs> I've been to the ACC for a Raptors game. I mean, yeah. But I've never been for an NHL. It's fine, we, man. We got to change that, Kev. I mean, I was 10 years old. Holy fuck, that's a long time.
2: That was when the dinosaurs roamed the earth.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But I, I was close enough because where we were sitting with my dad and I, we were close enough to the Washington um, Capitals locker room that we got to see Paul Mateer, my idol, goalie, come walking out. So that was that was my highlight when I was 10, and that was uh, that was the
3: shit. And you remember it to this day.
2: Because he was your hero, were you cheering for Washington?
3: Yeah, I would say yeah. Oh, was. traitor.
1: <laughs> I probably yeah. was, but I mean, just to see your idol, I mean, as close up to like, you know, I don't know, like a spitting distance away, it was it was decent. It was awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, we had a lot of fun, man. You definitely need to get to another
1: game, Cup For sure. Hey, man, it's gone all corporate. I mean before I remember going to games like several times at the Gardens just because they were so cheap. No, I got there cuz cuz the corporate.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not
0: cheap <laughs> if you're buying tickets, but up on the nosebleeds is still it's a you know, it costs a little less money but it's still a hell of a good time because that's that's where all the regular fans sit, right? Pretty much seats down in the lower bowl and I don't know, it didn't seem to be as crazy as it could have been last night. In at least in the lower bowl, but it was still a fucking blast. And they said that it was going to fill up. It said twenty thousand strong, but we figure maybe fifteen. It was, uh, seemed kind of empty to me, anyway, to, for for a Saturday night. But you yeah. know, it is it is new. We're letting everybody here or letting the venues go at hundred percent, and people are probably still afraid and so on and so forth. So,
3: yeah, for but, sure.
0: H- hell of a fucking night. So thanks, Pete.
3: No problem. Thanks for coming. Like you said, the attendance wasn't. Didn't seem like it was full. Maybe that has something to do with Matthews not being in the lineup. Uh, so he missed the first three games of the season, recovering from off-season wrist surgery. But he is expected to make his debut tomorrow on Monday versus the Rangers. So it'll be nice to see him get back in the lineup. He's already behind the eight ball. Three goals behind Obi for the rocket race. And uh, fucking uh McDavid. Yeah, that's yeah, and I think there's a few others up there too. There's at least one other hat I know. Forget who well, There's is. a few.
1: I mean, you have Bertuzzi's. You have um, Bertuzzi. That's right. Nephew. That's... You had Bertuzzi's nephew score four in a game and still loses. Did he score four? I thought it was just three. He's, he's giving you the look of challenge.
2: No, nah, no, I did. I
3: did.
0: I don't know how many he scored. <laughs> Bertuzzi's got four total yeah. for the year, and Iszakolpitar, and they're the, they're in the lead. Yeah.
3: Anyway, off to a slow start, obviously, because he has been playing. But I have no doubts that he will get right into that race. If not, take the lead in it in the very near future. True. Yeah. Yeah. And Peter Morazic, like uh, I think you mentioned earlier, Kev, uh, injured his groin on Thursday's loss to Ottawa and is expected to be out for two weeks. So, importantly, Justin Hall was also not available for Saturday night's game uh, because he was sick with non-COVID-related illness. And that put the Leafs in a tough spot. since Because they're so close to the cap, and they're doing all sorts of gymnastics to try and uh, get as close to the cap as they can, they were actually unable to call up Michael Hutchinson from the AHL to be the backup goalie for Saturday night's game, unless they sent down Lilligren to the AHL. But they couldn't send down Lilligren because Hall was sick. Lilligren had to play So they had to make a choice of either you play basically with five defensemen and you can call up Hutchinson, or you play with six defensemen and you leave Hutchinson down in the AHL for a game, which is what they did. But you have to have a backup, which they didn't. And that's when Alex Bishop comes into the picture. And who is Alex Bishop, you might ask? I'm asking. (laughs) Who is he? Because he's not an NHL player. And he's not an AHL player. He is the University of Toronto's goalie. So he was signed to a one-day amateur tryout so that he could back up Jack Campbell on Saturday night. Now, luckily for the Leafs, Campbell was able to play the whole, whole night and Bishop didn't have to move from his spot at the end of the bench. But if he had got hurt or something, you have uh, had an interesting situation there. Wouldn't it have been best to get a Zamboni driver to do it then?
0: That's what I was saying last night. When we were talking <laughs> about this. How, how
3: did I know the Zamboni driver jokes were coming?
0: <laughs> I mean, might as well. Fuck, he yeah. won the game. So for
3: the wrong team, right? But he's still good hey.
0: enough to win.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but he worked for the Leafs. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> That's why they keep him on staff there, right?
0: Yeah, just in case, just in case.
2: I'm surprised they didn't sign him instead of this Alex Bishop guy.
3: Well, I think I think Alex Bishop, like if you put him side by side with David Ayers, who's the same boning driver you guys are referencing, <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Bishop would be the better goalie. Like he is we'll never know. He is a goalie. <laughs> we'll never know. He's a, he's a goalie at the University of Toronto. What's his record? No idea. Zero zero. <laughs> he doesn't have a win. He doesn't have a win in the NHL uh, like, in, like the in Zamboni the NHL, driver. No, Obviously, zero. <laughs> Whereas David Ayers, he plays goalie in, like, beer league. And he's pretty good. He's, like, the MVP, probably. Yeah. But he's a Zamboni driver. That's, you know. <laughs> anyway, you guys are going to give me heartburn. So, Bishop didn't have to play, which is good. But I bet you he had the night of his life being on the bench of the Leafs, practicing with them in the morning. And he apparently is a big Lease fan, so that I'm sure that was a great experience for him. What would a one day contract be?
1: Like, what did he get paid?
3: Honestly, I have no idea. I don't know if he got paid at all. He might have, but it was a it's a tryout contract. He sat on the bench. What is he trying out for? He's trying out to make the team. On the bench. Let's see how well you sit at the end of the bench. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you did great, but we're not going to take that. Sorry, no idea. I'm sure they, if they didn't pay him, I'm sure they made it well worth his while to to practice with the team and to be there. And I'm sure, he got a nice steak dinner or something out of it. If I was a good goalie, I'd take that deal.
2: A leaf jersey too, and
0: all the stickers on it. Well, he would have got all the equipment, like not his under, like a uniform. So like the pants, he would have got all that, right?
3: Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm sure he's not complaining. about for that. sure. Going back to his university friends, going, look what I got. Look what I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got exams on Tuesday. Apparently, uh, he was so nervous that he couldn't sleep for his players usually do a, like a, a nap the day of the game. But apparently, he couldn't get to sleep. So instead, he studied for his midterms that are coming up on like Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Smart kid. Yep. And last bit of Leafs news. Uh, the Leafs are expected to be the second team in the NHL to loosen game day dress code restrictions following in the footsteps of the Arizona Coyotes. There's a very good chance that Matthews influenced this decision as he's voiced his displeasure with strict dress code. I don't mind wearing a suit, but it gets old pretty quick, Matthews said. I think it'd be fun to wear different things and be able to express yourself similar to what NBA or even the NFL does. So I was a little nervous when the Coyotes first uh, loosened their dress code. Because there's part of me that is afraid that Matthews is going to jump to the Coyotes as soon as he's an unrestricted free agent. But maybe this is the piece that changes his mind and he could stay elite forever. I don't
0: think he's going to go to Arizona, man. I know that's where he's from, but they're fucking shit. They're shit right now. They're going to be shit for a few more years still, and he's going to want to win. Maybe if they, they have it. arena. I mean, they still going to have the arena, right?
3: No, but listen, boys. They are going to be shit for a few more years. And they don't have an arena right now. But his contract is for another whatever it is, four years, I think, in Toronto. At that point, because they have like half the draft picks in this coming draft. Yeah, That's an exaggeration, but it's egregious how many draft picks they have. They're going full rebuild. And by the time that his deal expires, they'll be on the path. As long as they don't fuck it all up. To be in a really good team,
0: they'll fuck it up.
3: Probably, we can only hope.
1: If we're going to keep Matthews, man, you can only hope.
3: Yeah, and who knows? He might want to stay here anyway because it's, you know, he's in the hockey mecca, and she's superstar. He's a superstar, and he's he seems like he likes the attention. I don't know if he'd want to go to Arizona. He probably does. But he he would because it's home. Yeah,
2: you always want to bring a championship to
1: wherever you're locally from, right? You yeah. ain't going to do that if he goes to the, the Coyotes, I tell you that.
2: Well, let's let's work on getting the leaves out of the first round here. Fuck off,
3: Jesse. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and on that note, let's move it on to the other <laughs> stuff. Kev, what's going on in the CFL?
1: So let's get going into that uh, CFL. So we have the Winnipeg Blue Bombers taking on the Edmonton Elks, which uh, the Bombers beat the Elks on Friday, uh, 26 to 16. With this win, the Bombers have clinched a playoff berth. And I'm telling you, man, guys, there's a lot of weeks left in this CFL for them to already clinch. I mean, it's just domination in Winnipeg.
0: There's only five weeks left. It's not that many weeks.
1: Well, either, either or, five weeks. I mean, there's the the clinch already. No other, no, no other teams so far has done so.
2: so it's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. I, I think five weeks left for how many little games they play. It's, how it's many, pretty.
0: How many teams make it in each division or each conference? Uh,
1: there's only nine teams right now, and I know with the nine teams that are there, one will not be going into the, into the, uh, the,
0: I guess. Final championship. The play- oh, only the one team doesn't make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking weak. <laughs>
0: that's
1: why we call it the crappy football league,
0: there, boys. <laughs> that's fucking horrible. <laughs> it's like fucking. It's like wreck softball. Everybody makes playoffs. <laughs> uh, <ship> now <one. laughs>
1: yeah, we have two games that happened here on Saturday with the Montreal Alouettes that uh, beat the uh, Ottawa Red Blacks twenty-seven to sixteen. And the Calgary Stampedes went on to beat the BC Lions thirty-nine to ten. Now let's go. Uh, let's get into our standings. where in the East. Toronto is on top with a six and three record. Montreal, oh, the,
2: three games above five hundred.
1: Yeah, right? yeah.
2: Well, and we I had, remember it was. It wasn't even close to that. Like they, they were, I think they had even at one point. <laughs> They're at five hundred and winning.
1: And winning, right. Now uh, we have Montreal with a 5 and 4 record, which is hanging into the second. Uh, Hamilton with a 4 and 5 record. Uh, then we have the bottom feeders of Ottawa, which are uh, a 2 and 8 record. Now, if we take a look into the West, what's going on? Again, we have Winnipeg is a 9 and 1. Like I mentioned, boys, I don't think this team's ever going to lose, not ever, but I don't think this team's going to lose again until they win the Grey Cup. And then we have Saskatchewan with a five and four record, hanging on to second. Calgary with a five and five record. BC with a four and five record. And then we have the bottom feeders there with the Elks with a two and seven record.
3: How Uh, many
0: points do these guys have?
1: Oh, I got my points. I'll go look up points.
0: (laughs) I'm just fucking with you, man. (laughs) I was just going to
1: play with Jesse with with that too. That's why I left it out this time. Thank
0: you <laughs>
1: <laughs> now we got uh, some golf news what I like to also call guys when we ever went out to go play some golf it was going out leaving some family uh, we have the CJ Cup and summit uh, we have looking at that it does look like Roy McElroy did end up finishing it with 20 minus 25
0: and- right. why don't they play a more difficult course? Yeah, I don't know. And the, the course
1: obviously just showing it, it is uh, pretty simple because looking at some of these uh, scores, they're all in the twenties. Because we had um, Connie, or Colin, Morakawa, or Morakawa, Morakawa. Thank you very much, Yosh. No problem. I watch golf. He uh, he follows <laughs> up there with in regards to second, and then we have uh, Keith Mitchell uh, that followed up with in regards to third, uh, with a minus twenty two. Marakawa handed the minus 24. And again, McElroy finished with a minus 25. And that's what we had with our going out, leaving family in regards to golf news. Going into this MMA, we had uh, Norma Durmont picked up her third win in a row and a second straight in the featherweight division with the non- anonymous decision over Aspen. <laughs> Aspen Lad in her first main event in the UFC. That was the uh, the Vegas uh, 40 with a fight night. And uh, going in regards to that last fight night too, we having fought just uh, one week ago at the UFC 39. Lupa Gonzalez, and a Mexican Mexican born fighter training out of Canada, went up um went up a weight class and was making a record seventh day. Turn around against Luna Corolla or Carolina Gonzales. Oh, yes. Carolina but
3: like the Carolina. state,
1: like the state Carolina. Jabba jump across. Uh, Gonzales uh, would see, states. yeah, the states. States, yeah, those two. Gotcha. <laughs> Gonzales would lose uh, via unanimous decision. I still seriously hate those though. I, I'd rather see a win than having just standing there going on to the scorecards. Just knock the fucker out or submit them. What if you can't? Then you carry on, man.
0: Then you get a unanimous decision or nah, just a just decision. Stupid. I mean So there should so you're saying that they should never end a fight until somebody's knocked the fuck out? Yeah, man,
1: why <laughs> have rounds? Just be, go on, on for like hours. On <laughs> for 30, hours. Take a 30-second break. Here, here's some water. Fucking ice on the back of the neck. Turn around. All right, let's go.
3: Here's a McDouble. You look hungry. Carry <laughs> on. If you
1: look if you looked at the, the, the MMA or what they call the UFC uh, now, what they were back when, there is no weight classes, man. There is nothing like that. It was the strongest man to win. It, it, after you win, it depends like, how bruised you were, how broken you were. You had to fight the next guy. I mean, thank God for the hoist Gracie and stuff that just takes it to the ground and just taps you out. Because if other than that, man, I don't think the Gracie's would have been dominant.
2: I mean, you could pull their hair at
1: that point, too. Oh, man, you can kick them square, square in the nuts. It didn't fucking matter. No
0: eye gouging, no.
1: No, no, yeah. No thumb to the eye or, you know, whatever, like shit like that. But I mean, there was no rules. I mean, now that there's rules and now that there's weight classes. I mean, again, I'd rather sit there and watch a fight go to the the win than having your arm raised in regards to a scorecard. That's still yeah. a win, man. That's just me. I anyway, know you yeah. look at it. Yeah, that's like a win like Lawrence did, but the kicker fucking did it for him. Yeah, it's wins a win.
0: <laughs> win's a win, man.
2: It's called a team game.
0: Yeah. This is pretty crazy, though, this Louisiana, Carolina, or sorry, not Luana Carolina. Um, who's the girl that what's her name there? Uh, no, the Gonzalez. Lup- oh, l- l- Sorry, yeah, Loop. Lupita Godinez. It's crazy to try and do this seven day turnaround from one fight to the next, and not just like random fights where it's just you and your gym beating the shit out of somebody. Like these are high end fucking fights. Yeah. But I mean, she went up a weight class too, didn't she? Yeah, that's what it says, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. To me, that's it's ballsy, but. Kind of seems dumb. Like seven days you're going up a weight class. I'd say seven days go down a weight class, you might be okay. Right. But going up one, I mean But I even guess, seven days, man, that's your body's in rough shape after a fucking the
1: after way. A I don't think she she really hurt herself that last match though, man. Cause she she put her she she tapped her out. I mean she tapped out that last she's so
2: still gonna be sore.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well I mean once the adrenaline kicks in, boys, I think yeah, it's all good. For sure. That's just crazy. He,
2: but uh, the fatigue will kick in also.
1: Yeah.
2: After wrestling, or fighting not wrestling, fighting for the yeah. last seven days. Like and you're gaining gonna weight, tired. So, yeah. Get, yeah, gaining weight, and you're going to get tired right there. Yeah, gained a bunch of weight beforehand, either through muscle or by eating.
1: Yeah. But at least she took it to a decision. It was, wasn't like she tapped out or, you know, got knocked the fuck out. So, bonus to her. And speaking of other bonuses, the, uh, our final of the WNBA is finished. Uh, the Sky, the Sky, go to beat the the Mercury in the first NBA championship, where Candace Parker joined the Chicago Sky, um, hoping to lead her hometown team to their first WNBA title. On Sunday, that accomplishment was done. Uh, they ended up beating. Uh, The Mercury eighty to seventy four. It was uh, in the game, well, in the fourth game, uh, the WNBA Finals to capture the championship series three to one. Uh, Forward Kanila Cooper from the Sky was named the NBA WNBA Championship Final MVP.
0: Uh, She was pretty good. I saw I saw some of the highlights uh, from her, especially rebounding. She's got some fucking. She's got a vertical. You can she can play that girl, or the sort of that woman. And uh, yeah, I, I from what I saw, she was great. This uh, this Cooper and uh, is it Cooper or Copper? Oh, I, I, I think it's maybe Copper. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She was good. And uh, I look for her to to be continue to to be good next year. And uh, it's it's interesting. There was a whole lot more WNBA on TV this year, and I. I tend to uh, to tune in here and there, um, you know, more often than I have ever in the past, just because I saw it more on TV. There was yeah. the opportunity to watch it. I don't remember ever in, in the past uh, years being able to watch that many WNBA games. Maybe the playoffs, but it just wasn't something that you saw on your TV guide as you're going through it. And and now that it's more prevalent, uh, it's awesome. This is it's actually it's a really fun game to watch. It's nothing nothing like the men's game. No. But it's it's but quite it's still
1: skillful it's still you know absolutely I mean it's it's a phenomenal game I and mean, especially when you get uh, even at a 10 10 foot rim some of these ladies still dunking or women dunking so yeah. it is very very cool to sit there
0: and watch this uh game progress for sure josh That's
3: and that. this is a like
0: this was a match of like two goats right like Candace Parker has been phenomenal for a hundred years and Diana Taurasi has been phenomenal for a hundred years so you know, they're both uh, they're both older players and and to go head to head in in the finals is pretty sweet. And then Brittany Griner, she was phenomenal dunking and her defense is, is just amazing. So it was uh, like I said, I, I enjoyed watching it and I'm definitely gonna keep tabs on uh, the WNBA a little bit more next year and try and watch some more games. Yeah, maybe change some of their names, but I don't think that's gonna happen. But you know probably not. They should, but they won't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your
2: favorite team that won that. The sky, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: super fucking intimidating. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so we got into our world qualifiers. Now I'm sure you guys are all interested now in. I'm watching this, but uh, waking up in the morning as I do real early before I go to work, I always put on the TSN, and I saw this play from Alfon- Alfonso Don Davies.
0: Alfonso Davies nzi the Ponzi
1: it was just unbelievable how fast this guy is because he ran up on what was it the Panama um, defender I guess or fielder and just basically ripped the ball away from him that he thought was going to go out out like out of bounds. but no man this guy brought that ball back back in. All you see is the Panama guy throw his arms up in the air saying it was out but it wasn't the ball did not fully cross over that line. And Davies comes in and scores an amazing goal. I, I mean, it was just unbelievable. Uh, goalie
2: didn't even move.
1: No,
3: he was, it was just, such he a was, good
2: shot. Yeah, he
3: looked him off like a fucking, that's, I think that's the greatest Canadian soccer goal of all time. Left that goalie flat for Met, you. Men's for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they ended up uh, taking that game to 4-1 to victory over Panama on that uh, CONCACAF uh, World Cup qualifying play. It's it, like it was a
2: huge
3: game too. It was good.
2: Yeah, it yeah. was big. But it shot us up to third place. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: And the net and the next game, it's uh Mexico against the states. So we can either hope for a draw and gain closer on Mexico, or Mexico can just kick the shit out of the states and we get second then. Yeah. As long as as long as we win the next game. Or we tie. We tie second if we if
0: we Is Mexico already on first.
2: Oh yeah. But we're only we're only four points
3: behind them. Just got to so, make that World Cup, boys. Yep, got to be top three. Make that World Cup.
0: Well, well we're That's sitting there. So cool. Is there so, what is there what, one more game each? No, there's lots more. Yeah, there's lots. Yeah. So there's definitely still time for everybody to falter. Yeah, <laughs>
3: or, or to pick up the slack for the teams lower than three. Yeah. Yep. So I guess I'm going to go
1: into my penalty box here, guys. <clears throat> I honestly, when I, when I saw this, it, it just, it boiled me. I mean, I was like, honestly, probably as red as a lobster. <laughs> but I'm going to definitely put in that uh, Gabe Morales, the umpire, uh, that called that check swing as a third strike to end the game.
3: To end the series.
1: Yes, sorry, And yes, to end that series game.
0: So this is the controversial play and call that we were talking about uh, earlier today. In yes, the, sir. Uh,
1: yep. With having a runner on first base and a and two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning, Flores appeared on TV's replays as a hold up on a low and away slider from Dodgers ace Max Scherzer on a. 0 2 pitch that missed the strike zone. Now, this guy obviously did check his swing. There is no doubt about it in my mind. That uh, no, it was not I, a check swing.
3: He, everybody's mind. And the re, 100% he checked his swing. He did not swing.
1: Yeah. No. And I can't believe that this Mr. Morales could make a call like that to end the game. Like, that, that's just like, what are you? Doing, let this guy either pitch him, let this guy strike out, let this guy hit the fucking ball. But who are you to sit there and sit there? Oh, just call that a third strike to end end of series. I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah, but
0: that's but that's part of the game. Asking the umpire for a check swing, and it wasn't just the catcher; the other umpire
1: Ask asked, asked for it too. Right. But
0: so, in, but
1: in, in in my respect, though, man, it, if the guy is unsure if he did or didn't. Why would you just sit there and tell him? I don't know.
3: Because you can't. You it's get that. A, I don't know. It, it, but, but in that situation, in the situation that you're in, with two strikes already, and this is the final out of the of the series, unless you're a thousand percent sure that he's won, you got to you got to just let him keep playing. You got to yeah, call man. it a. You got yeah, you got to yeah. call him safe.
1: Yep. Yeah. Nope. Didn't swing.
3: Because I mean, if not, you get into the, exactly this situation where he did not swim. He did not. And you called them out to end the series.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, granted, like, like you said before, Pedro, is that they probably wouldn't have won anyways. But give him that opportunity to have a swing. Give him that yeah. opportunity to throw the ball. 100%. I, I mean, we have the technology out here, boys, in regards to what's going on with replays and such. Why are not we start using this shit in the, in the MLB? I mean, they do for like home runs. They do for you know other shit. But why not do it all? I mean, they go look if that was a check swing or not, then have it on an eye of a fucking umpire that obviously can't can't tell if it happened or not. I'm just tired of it.
2: They don't want to slow the game down more than yeah. it has to. And and really, like, yeah, he fucked up, and I'm sure you'll hear about it from fans, but this is a pretty rare case. Usually they're the first baseman, either it's a righty or if you're a lefty, the third base, um, yeah. like they're usually pretty good. This was just, this was like Peter said, like if you, if you don't know a thousand percent that that was not a swing, like just say, uh, he no swing. Swing.
1: yeah. Like another thing that was like the, I was thinking about with regards to this is like having that Chicago White Sox pitcher who had a no hitter game going and actually stepped on the base before the actual runner did. And the guy called him fucking what safe. And he was clearly
0: out. It so, now I mean, you could challenge. So why didn't they just challenge it then? Unless they were out of challenges, but like, that, that's what I was going to say here is that I kind of agree with you Kev, about using the technology. Why? Like I get the balls and strikes. You can't argue that you can't, you can't challenge a ball in a strike called. But in a in a check swing instance like that, I think that they should they should maybe look at the rule and maybe maybe amend it, saying that if if it is a check swing that you could challenge that because that's a huge out that ends yeah. the fucking season.
3: No, yeah. I'm with Jesse on that. There's so many check swings in a game that that would slow down the pace of play way too much.
0: I don't know. It's not the games aren't that long anymore. No, they, they've really sped it up into like you're not going to challenge on every single one of them. Right. Because it it takes you two seconds to check your to check the video and say, no, no, we're good because he definitely swung. You know, I mean, like I said, you're you're likely unless there's men on base or it's in a tight situation like this, you're likely not going to be challenging it that often. But there should be the opportunity to challenge here.
2: Yep. Well, we talked about it last week about the what I was saying about the ground rule double, and you're giving me a lot of shit on that. And but now you wanna you wanna check this one. I just I, – I personally think that, like, he fucked up royally. Yeah. And that's just the way games are, let alone – I get what you're saying. It doesn't slow down the game. But there was a four-hour game already. Now, I know this is the playoffs and more people are more engaged. But four-hour games, that's a long time.
0: Yeah, you know, you're also – that four-hour game probably had 100 different pitchers in it too, right? So that's slowing it up too. But when – they when, especially, like, the Dodgers, they're in game five. They brought in basically a new pitcher every inning. That slows shit down.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair, but the, it's you're right that they've gotten better at uh, speeding up the games, and because they've reduced the pitcher changes. Obviously, it's different in the postseason, but
0: you know, here I feel like another thing could be why don't they? Why doesn't New York call down and say, "Yo, that was fucking wrong." Yeah, we gotta you know reverse that call just like they do in the last yeah. two minutes of NFL games. That's was, all, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean that that's exactly. something they could adopt, and then it wouldn't slow it down at all. And nope. it's not on a challenge, it's it's on the officials.
1: Yep, I agree to you there, Yosh, I like that. Do something mm-hmm. in that aspect. I mean, it doesn't have to be for the whole game, but it's just in the last final, you know, say eighth to ninth inning.
0: It just sucks, yeah, was, and you could do that too. Just make it the eighth or the ninth inning, or even just the ninth inning, where yeah. where they can, you, there is no challenges in the ninth inning, and it, it all comes from above type thing. Um, maybe that's something that they could look into, but it just sucks that that's the way, The series
3: and their season ends. Such a brutal way! It's such a brutal way to end this, and especially this series. Yeah, with with these two teams that are fucking uh, as brutal. Yeah, like
2: like I think you said, Peter. Like, and I agreed with you at this point. Whoever won that series is going to win the World Series. And I I thought that was the World Series game right there.
3: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, um, he, Morales had, like, a 0-17 record against yours or something like that. He never got a hit against yours, <laughs> So he was probably going to strike out or or uh, or get um,
0: – They were only down one run, though. Anything can happen, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. They had a we'll run never run
2: first. Know. We'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just disappointing. I, I get why there's a
3: huge issue with what happened there. Yeah, that's a shitty, shitty way to end. Yep.
1: That's who I have in my penalty box, guys. That first base fucking umpire. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> Jesse, who do you have in your box?
2: Uh, I got a Bears fan. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the penalty box, Yosh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so he ended up giving Rodgers the double bird right after he scored a rushing touchdown.
0: That's what I would fucking do.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> this guy just stood up and had the greatest comeback saying, I own. I still own you. And as you, I mean, he's talking about the Bears. Stop bears. <laughs> <laughs> he is unbelievably good against the bears he's 22 and five versus the bears and the last 11 trips to soldier field that he's ten of them now like the only reason he's in, the, in this i get it like he's she or i think it was a she actually yeah i think so yeah she was upset because that's what rogers does but just how he just comes back and says i own you i still own you I mean, he's not lying. The heck? No, no, he's not. <laughs> and he's all about talking the most trash as he can. So it, it, it just made me laugh. And that's the only reason this Bears fan is in my box. Because, yeah, it could have been just frustration, just saying, fuck you, kind of thing like that. But still, like, you got to give this guy respect as he will be a future Hall of Famer. And he'll probably continue winning games at Soldier. Well, he might play there next year. We'll see. It's hard to say, yeah. <clears throat> Depending on where he goes. But he still had a pretty dominant game against the Bears. 17 for 23, 195 yards, two TDs, and that rushing touchdown.
0: Boom! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Who's in your box, Yosh? Yosh?
0: All right, so I got Fox Sports, maybe maybe even throw Joe Buck in there as well. So during the ALCS game one, uh, they did an inter- in-game interview with Astros manager Dusty Baker. Kike Hernandez from the Boston Red Sox just happens to be up to the plate, and he smashes a game-tying home run. As Kike hits the ball, Baker says, Oh, Lord, and he <laughs> knows right away that it's out. Joe Buck is, uh, is interviewing him as this, as this happens, and so he calls the the hit as it happens and, you know, saying the ball is up and out, it's way out. Baker chuckles and says, yeah, way out. Kind of sarcastic, but, you know, kind of disgusted because his team just had, you know, got the, the game tying home run against him. And um, so then in a post-game interview, Dusty said that he blames Fox Sports because inevitably something will happen during a live in-game interview, <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> funny he also said that uh, it felt terrible to watch the whole run while being interviewed. So he knows he's on national TV. He's being interviewed. He's standing right at the top of the fucking dugout. And this goes out and uh, you could just see, he was like, you know, normally you'd be like, fuck, that's a buck of bullshit or whatever. Right. And you can, oh, just yeah. he it. was
2: holding his tongue for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, and then even, even Joe Buck was, he wasn't talking shit, but he was like, he's like, Oh, you know, he hung that slider, or whatever pitch it was. And, kind of chirped the pitcher a little bit and he's like well normally he's better than that and then you know you could just see Dusty like are we fucking done here <laughs> like there was just a home run hit so so although i like this aspect of the broadcast where um where they do go in game and it is kind of cool where you can ask them right away about something that happened it just really sucks that when a big something happens you know, and you're, you're being interviewed unless it's for your team, you know, it's just a shitty way for it to go down. But I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, it's pretty cool that you're able to, uh to be able to, I mean, obviously we're not conversing with them, but, but uh, the commentators are, and you get a feel for how the in-game stuff is going on, but, but Fox sports stop interviewing people. So they, they stop hitting home runs. God damn it. Yeah. Especially Red Sox.
3: Yeah. I, 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 don't like this. I don't like that. Like maybe you do this during a regular season game or something, but in the playoffs during the game, like leave the manager alone. He's got a he's got more important things to worry about right now. Fair enough. Than doing Give an interview up, with Fox Sports. <laughs> like let the man fucking manage his team and just keep his head in the right fucking space. But...
2: or maybe only do it when it's a blowout of some sort. Yeah.
3: Like not, not when it's a... not not during a close game in the fucking yeah, ALCS. Exactly.
2: I don't know. I'm I am I'm kind of with you, Peter. I'm I'm I can see why it was kind of stupid to do that in the postseason. But it's still pretty entertaining. Like I do, I'm with Yosh. I, I enjoy it during the regular season, and I even still enjoy it during the the postseason. But it's tough to to deal with that when it's a close game and <laughs> and when that happens.
3: Yeah. Like, does he have to do that in interview? Or can he tell him to fuck up and die? Um, Unless he gets fined for doing um, it and he says no. I'm not no. sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: They might... Like, he might be able to defer and put, like, the pitching coach in there or something.
3: Yeah. You know, but... Like, know. if I'm asked to do that interview and I'm managing a baseball team in the ALCS, not a fucking chance. Yeah. And especially
0: now, like, Dusty probably won't want to do anymore, right, this year. He's like, no, fuck that. He's because he... I was reading somebody who basically thinks it's a curse that any time <laughs> that, that they're interviewing in-game, you're going to get fucked over. So <laughs> I don't
3: know if it's a curse, but it's <laughs> certainly a distraction for what you should be focused on. Yeah, absolutely. I think my best
1: one would have to be Lynch in regards to sit there. Going. I'm going to answer all the questions the exact same. Go ahead. Shoot. I'm here. <laughs> I'm so here, I don't so I won't get, get fined. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah.
0: W- wasn't that in uh, Super Bowl Media Day?
1: Yeah. He said I'm gonna answer all the questions the exact same. Go ahead and shoot. <laughs> I'm here, so I don't get fired. So I, I, I honestly, just in regards to that, I mean I'm sure if you just say no, I'm not gonna take that interview, you're gonna get fined for saying no. No, but he had no uh, choice but to probably take that
3: interview and watch a home run. That that's to me, that's not right though. Like it's it's a part of your job as being in professional sports, as a manager of a professional baseball team, to do media interviews. That's part of the job. You shouldn't be able to say no to it. No different but it, than hockey, but it, no different but than it NFL? Shouldn't, it shouldn't happen during the game, though. Like I'm uh, Unless sort of, it was
0: a stoppage. Like, sometimes they talk to guys on a hockey bench yeah. during a stoppage. That's a little different because the game's not going. Although they do that, they do give them an earpiece and microphone. I've heard them talk to hockey coaches as the game's going on. So
3: I don't like that either.
0: Like I said, I think in a regular season game, when there's not as much at stake, you know, I mean, really when it comes down to what the fuck is the manager going to do anyway? Like, like during the, like the guy's making the pitch, he's making the same pitch regardless, whether he's doing the interview or not. Right. Yeah.
3: But you'd like at some point you'd like to be paying full attention to what your team is doing. Yeah, and, and not thinking about what you're going to say to a national TV audience. For sure. Like, your full attention should be on the fucking ALCS and your team in it right now. I don't uh, know. Not Joe Buck. Exactly. <laughs> not Joe Buck or the <laughs> fucking so or what some guy in Idaho is going to think of what you say on the air. <laughs> like,
0: who you, hey, who are you calling a hole again?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> All right, Pete. That's it for my box. Big on yours.
3: Yeah, I got a uh, bit of a lighthearted one this week. Uh, I've got Penny Alexia in my box. So she was spotted at the Leaf game, the home opener against Montreal, and she brought all of her Olympic medals to the game. But she has so many. How many? Because she's great. Huh. Seven, I think. Anyway, she's got so many. But they all got tangled together. <laughs> she was caught on camera trying to untangle all of her Olympic medals. <laughs> and struggling with it because they were all tangled together. And then when she finally got them apart for safekeeping, of course, she put them into a wool sock.
0: Hey, nothing's safer <laughs> than a wool sock, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll never check a look on the wool sock for anything. I don't know if there's
3: medals or money in there. Yeah. So she's in my box, just for fun, because she has so many goddamn medals that you can't keep them all without getting tangled together.
0: I thought it was pretty funny when I saw the little video. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm I'm assuming that she was there being recognized for the her Olympic uh, winnings, as opposed to her just being full of herself, carrying around her. Just book and carrying medals. around the gold the medals <laughs> yeah. wherever she goes.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that would be pretty funny though. If she was just like, yeah, I'll just take all these to to the Leaf game.
0: (laughs) Uh, Do you know who I am? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I can't
2: see you through all the medals. (laughs) Yeah, there's
0: too much glare off these golds.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Although on that note, at the game that me and Josh went to, there was a celebrity there as well. Miss Bianca Andrescu was in attendance.
0: Oh, wow.
3: Yeah, that was pretty cool. There was somebody, oh, there was another Olympic uh,
0: medalist too. We just don't remember her name.
3: Yes. She's Sorry. Not, a, not as famous. She was this get... in the
2: third period? Hmm? I said, or was this in the third period when you saw her?
3: Might have been that too. <laughs> been that
1: too. <laughs> Where the alcohol was kicking in, right? it Probably was. <laughs>
0: it probably was. Yeah. Well, that's it Uh-oh. for the boxes, except I got to put us all in the fucking Uh-oh. box here, boys. oh. Uh oh. We done fucked up. I gave you guys an easy one with the fucking Mario Lemieux Gordy Howell, but nobody wanted to fucking challenge me. So we got no challenges. So everybody's a minus one today.
1: Yay. Ooh.
0: Yay. That sucks, man. Oh well. Shit happens. Yeah. I guess. I guess we're, <laughs> all, we're all on point today with our with yeah. our
3: stats and our info. Except for the Mario Lemieux one. <laughs> yeah, guess you guys you- suck. Start saying some more stupid shit, wouldn't you?
1: I'll try. I mean, maybe next one. I'm Jesse, just Jesse. (laughs) Jesse, but I'll still try. I
3: mean, you're okay. You're fine.
1: I'll I'll challenge someone just to challenge. You're on point, Kev. Thanks, bud.
3: Well, why don't you update us on our season stats? Uh, Well, but today's suck by everybody, I guess, because we didn't suck. We didn't say any stupid shit, but. Anyway, that brings our season totals. Jesse continues to lead at plus 13. Fuck you, Jesse. Yeah. I'm trailing behind a plus four. Josh is bringing up third at minus nine. No, no, um, no. no. Yeah, 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 I got. Come on, go ahead. Woo! And Kev is a lot lower. I don't even want to <laughs> <say anything. laughs> Yeah, did this stuff take
1: my number until I actually get back into the, you know, the single digits would be fine with me. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. Kev, Kev, Kev's in the bottom. That's all you need to know. I'm way, way, <laughs> way in the bottom.
0: Kev, you need the fucking, the Braves to win so that you, because that will win you the the bracket and it'll, oh no, that'll
3: be it. No, it's but that gets, Jesse
0: points that gets Jesse points. One yeah. point two, yeah. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> you hate, you,
1: really I'm surprised what you, need. you didn't take the fucking Braves, Jesse, since you took them already. Yeah,
3: I he, he diversified. He took the smart play. Yeah, yep. What you need is the Braves to win the NLCS, but not win the World Series. Right. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and that would that would make you guys tie that. Approach. Yeah,
2: I'd still get points there, Pete. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> but not as. No, it still would still be the one. same. It's yeah. the same. Yeah. It is the same. Son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 okay, Braves need to lose them. The <laughs> <fun? laughs>
0: Which works out for you because you want the Dodgers. So. That's right. When Dodgers win, you'll win both. Dodgers the... win it all.
3: I get. Uh you get That's three like points total three points yeah uh, yeah yeah
0: it was
1: the washitosh that fucked this all over it is blame been washed us yeah, yeah.
0: we're doing we're gonna do something uh i think we're gonna set up a poker game and it'll be points and penalty points uh for the game as well
3: i'm points in. and penalty points on the line i'm you in know. I'm, jesse. You know that, I'm definitely in you willing to put some points jesse or you're oh,
2: or oh, we're doing the we're Or are you a points? little
3: bitch. How is that
2: possible? <laughs> like Kev doesn't have any points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Yosh. Oh, we're,
3: <laughs> that. we're, we're just gonna do the usual two, one, zero, minus one, <laughs> yeah. depending on how you finish. But it's that well,
0: not if we have uh, Graham and Deline, we'll have to add more more mm-hmm. point options because we'll have to have the six of us in there. Keep so. it the same. Still we'll figure it out.
3: We'll figure it out, yeah, for sure. Well, you'd have to add a plus three and a minus two. Or yeah. just
0: add another one and another zero or something like that. Right. We'll, figure it, we'll figure it out. No big deal. All right, guys. It is time to find out how your drink was. Kev, start us off.
1: Well, the Black Swan. I mean, I'm telling you guys, this IPA is kind of, you know, I'm kind of liking it every now and then. It was a strong beer. It was a 6.5. And again, <laughs> straight out of Stratford. Good thing uh, we only do this for, once uh, a week, uh, eh? Yeah, no, exactly. I think I only do it once a week. Is once a week an IPA, I'm okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Pedro, how was yours? Yeah, I went with the double IPA, because why not? 8.2%. Might as well top cap off uh, weekend uh, heavy drinking with a nice heavy beer. But it was good. It uh, didn't have that really strong taste you might expect from an 8.2. It was a nice taste in beer. I might get it again when I need to uh, make myself feel better by winning this uh, percentage competition we have for no <laughs> points at all. <laughs> bragging rights for the <laughs> week. It's <was laughs> bragging rights. <laughs> yeah. Jesse, how was yours?
2: Steam Whistle Premium Pale Ale was pretty good. Bitch. Yes, it was not strong, but it was sure tasty. Yosh, how was yours?
0: Same, same, brother. Same, same. Only 5% tasted great. Pupper's Golden Lager, the official beer of Letterkenny. Proud, golden, loyal. It's got a picture of a golden retriever on the front, or maybe it's a yellow lab. Probably a golden retriever, because golden, you know. Golden. So this is actually, I was reading the the can here, and it's, uh, well, let me see if I can spit this out people, persons, peasants, pheasants, we proudly present the perfect palate pleaser for pals, parts, proper, puppers, people will be piling up to partake, so pitter-patter, partner, puppers, perfect. Whoa! <laughs> can't believe I fucking did that. Good for you, Yosh. But this is from co- uh, Collaboration Brews Company, so I'm assuming, and I haven't looked into this, but I'm assuming that they're just doing collaborations with different people, different, uh, you know, obviously, this is a TV show, or whatever. Um just doing different collaborations for this beer and i I like it it's good
3: well all i want to know is how are you now just fucking ducky bro (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right so for everybody here points of penalties i'd like to thank everybody for listening Please subscribe wherever you get your pods. Give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at points, penalties. Look for all the at points, penalties, stickers around the GTA. <laughs> and until <laughs> next week, stay, stay out of, of the, the penalty, penalty box. box.